Almighty, ever-living God, we humbly implore your majesty 
that just as your only begotten Son was presented on this day in the temple in the substance of our flesh, so, by your grace, we may be presented to you with minds made pure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Malachi. The Lord God says this, Look, I am going to send my messenger to prepare a way before me, and the Lord you are seeking will suddenly enter his temple, and the angel of the covenant whom you are longing for, yes, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. Who will be able to resist the day of his coming? Who will remain standing when he appears? For he is like the refiner's fire and the fuller's alkali. He will take his seat as refiner and purifier. He will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver. And then they will make the offering to the Lord as it should be made. The offering of Judah and Jerusalem will then be welcomed by the Lord as in former days, as in the years of old. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. <clears throat> is the King of glory, it is the Lord. Holy is the King of glory,
reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, our Lord. When the day came for them to be purified as laid down by the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, observing what stands written in the law of the Lord. Every first male born must be consecrated to the Lord, and also to offer in sacrifice, in accordance with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now in Jerusalem there was a man named Simeon. He was an upright and devout man. He looked forward to Israel's comforting, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death until he had set eyes on the Christ of the Lord. Prompted by the Spirit, he came to the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the law required, he took him in his arms and blessed God, and he said, Now, Master, you can let your servant go in peace, just as you promised, because my eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared for all the nations to see a light to enlighten the pagans, and the glory of your people Israel. As the child's father and mother stood there, wondering at the things that were being said about him, Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, You see this child, he is destined for the fall and for the rising of many in Israel, destined to be a sign that is rejected, and a sword will pierce your own soul too so that the secret thoughts of many may be laid bare. There was a prophetess also, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was well on in years. Her days of girlhood over, she had been married for seven years before becoming a widow. She was now 84 years old and never left the temple, serving God night and day with fasting and prayer. She came by just at that moment, and began to praise God, and she spoke of the child to all who looked forward to the deliverance of Jerusalem. When they had done everything the law of the Lord required, they went back to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. Meanwhile, the child grew to maturity, and he was filled with wisdom, and God's favour was with him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. St. Luke portrays Jesus' parents as faithfully observing the Jewish law. In this way, he wants to stress that the movement that became known as Christianity has its roots deeply in the Jewish faith. Consequently, we celebrate today that special event when, in accordance with the Jewish law, Joseph takes Mary and Joseph to the temple in Jerusalem 40 days after the birth. But this feast points to so much more than a fulfilment of the law, in the way it also looks to the future. Today in this feast we also see the fulfilment of the prophecy of Malachi. The Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. In the Jewish scriptures, especially in the prophet Isaiah, 
Israel's role was to be a light to the Gentiles, to reveal the light of God to the world. According to our Gospel, the elderly Simeon, a devout Jew, recognises Mary and Joseph's child as the one who is to embody this calling of Israel. He is to be a light to enlighten the pagans, and in being faithful to this role, he will bring glory to Israel. Simeon had spent his life looking forward to Israel's comforting. But there is also a darker theme expressed as the elderly couple somehow see and share the reality of Christ's mission, which will bring hope, but also rejection and suffering, and for Mary herself too. To some extent, Jesus' presentation in the temple can be linked with the offering of the sacrifice of Calvary, and perhaps Mary understood that Jesus had to be brought to the temple not to be redeemed like other firstborn children, but to be offered to God as a true sacrifice. When Mary and Joseph entered the temple with their newborn first child on that day, Simeon's longings and hopes were brought to fulfilment. His prayer of surrender has become part of the night prayer of the church. We pray that prayer as people who've been graced by God's light shining through Jesus. Like Simeon, we have come to recognise Jesus as the light to enlighten the pagans and the glory of Israel. We carry candles today as a sign of our joy of acknowledging Jesus as the light of the world and we're also recognising our own need for his light as we struggle with the various forms of darkness in our lives. In 1997, Pope St John Paul II instituted a day of prayer for men and women in consecrated life. This celebration is attached to the presentation of the Lord, and this feast, sometimes called Candlemas Day, which is marked by our blessing and carrying these candles, symbolising Christ, who is the light of the world. So too, those in consecrated life are called to reflect the light of Jesus Christ to all peoples. This feast, therefore, offers us all an opportunity to reflect on our identity and mission as consecrated people. particular prayers this morning. We pray for the mission of the Church. May she be a light to those who live in the darkness of unbelief and show them the way to fullness of life in Christ. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for all Christian mothers. May they model themselves on our Blessed Lady and like her who brought her infant son to the temple. May they lead their children by their example of love and practice of the Christian faith. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who are called to the consecrated life, may they be faithful witnesses of God's love and through lives of prayer show the world the way forward. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For vocations, that God may bless our church with 
vocations to the priesthood and religious life. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray with Mary, Mother of the Infant Jesus. Hail Amen. Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, your Son became man for us and was presented in the temple. May he free our hearts from sin and bring us into your presence, for he lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. My sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hand for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May the offering made with exaltation by your church be pleasing to you, O Lord, we pray. For you willed that your only begotten Son be offered to you for the life of the world as the Lamb without blemish who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And, and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is, it right, is right and just. It is right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For your co-eternal Son was presented on this day in the temple and revealed by the Spirit as the glory of Israel and light of the nations. And so we too go forth rejoicing to encounter your salvation and with the angels and saints praise you 
as without end we acclaim. fount of all holiness. Make holy therefore these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, Take this all of you and eat of it for this is my body which will be given up for you in a similar way when supper was ended he took the chalice and once more giving thanks he gave it to his disciples saying Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, by your cross and resurrection, you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope and all the clergy. 
Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, forever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, kingdom and the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Oh, 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 oh. 
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. By these holy gifts which we have received, O Lord, bring your grace to perfection within us, and as you fulfilled Simeon's expectation that he would not see death until he had been privileged to welcome the Christ, so may we, going forth to meet the Lord, obtain the gift of eternal life, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks, Thanks be to God. <clears throat>